0: Through our many engagements daily, we support airmen in emergency financial distress, we help their families achieve their educational goals, and we improve quality of life through our proactive community programs. This is Airmen Helping Airmen, a podcast brought to you by the Air Force Aid Society and our generous donors who support airmen and their families. Each episode, we will strive to bring a smile, spark an idea, or perhaps even having you shed a tear. We will share airmen and their family stories in their voice and show you how the Airmen Helping Airmen philosophy still drives our mission today. But why is that important? Because none of it's possible without you. On this episode of Airmen Helping Airmen, we want to take you from headquarters to the front lines. Well, not the ones you might be thinking. We wanted to give you a look inside of the Air Force Aid Society's operations. Who wouldn't be curious on how the Air Force's official charity works? There is no one better to discuss this than the Chief Operations Officer of the Air Force Aid Society.
1: My name is Linda Egantowicz and my title or duty position is the Chief Operating Officer for the Air Force
0: Aid Society. Thank you for joining us, Colonel. Can you give us a little background about yourself and, you know, how you came into this position?
1: I guess I got to go way back. I'm an Army brat. My father was uh, Army for 20 years, Vietnam and Korea era, decided I wanted to be a member of the armed services. Um, I wanted to be a part of a team. It was the idea of being involved in something bigger than just me. It was being of service to the armed services, the Air Force and my country. I Joined the Air Force in 1979, served 28 years. I absolutely enjoyed it. I, I look back, and I can't think of a bad experience. Um, I came into the Air Force Aid Society um, by sheer luck. Uh, General Hopper was, I had worked with him way back in my career, not way back, but early 2000 era. I'd retired in 2007, and I got an a, a email or a call out of the blue stating, that General Hopper was looking for me was wondering if I'd be available to come work for him in the Air Force Aid Society. Was just just trying to kind of gauge my interest, and it's all history now. In 2010, I came here and became part of the team.
0: I'm sure luck had nothing to do with you getting the position. Sounds like a lot of hard work and dedication. But what does Airman helping Airman mean to you, and why is it important? Airman helping
1: Airman mission means that we are supporting. Those we're giving back to those that are serving today and hopefully helping them tomorrow. For me, it's giving back to a team that I really am passionate about. Um, It's paying it forward, hoping that whatever obstacle or challenge they're facing today, they're able to overcome it and get stronger as a result of it and move forward. But knowing that they've got us in their back pocket, in the back of their mind that if they ever run into financial need or a need for a particular program that we offer, that they know that they can count on us.
0: Since starting this series, I've kind of found a commonality between the people I've talked to. One was all of them had some sort of interaction with the Air Force Aid Society within their career or lifetime. What was yours?
1: When I was a first-time squadron commander, we had an airman that had some trouble, financial troubles. And the first sergeant said, I'll take care of this. I'm going to take them over to get some help from the Air Force Aid Society. First thought I had was the Air Force Aid Society is a relief society for financial needs only. I did not know what I know now. I knew about the emergency financial relief, but nothing else. And we're more than emergency financial relief. Every opportunity, every avenue that we have to get the word out about Air Force Aid Society is there for you. We're all about airmen helping airmen just to make sure that when there's a need, airmen know where to go.
0: And with how long you've been with the Air Force Aid Society, you've seen plenty of things. What do you see for the future of the Air Force Aid Society?
1: You know, I would hope that one day that the Air Force Aid Society would not need to be around because that means airmen don't have emergency financial need. That's not a reality. That's not a reality I think any one of us will see. Um, there's gonna always be that emergency that causes that airman to have to stop and look for for help. And so the Air Force A society will continue to exist. We need to be adaptable. Uh, we need to be there for airmen. They need to be able to find us, whether it's on devices, iPhones. We, the society, need to continue to be relevant in order for airmen to seek us out. So we've got to adapt to what's happening out here, we, therefore, state society are constantly looking for solutions to to deliver the capabilities that we think airmen are going to need in the future. We encourage the field, the men and women that we serve, their leadership, to contact us. We've got all sorts of ways to get in touch with us, to contact us, and let us know what needs are not being met, what needs should be met,
0: how we might be able to be of uh, more relevant to those we serve. It's interesting you use the word relevant. And with the world we live in today where media and content's constantly consumed, everybody's bombarded with all kinds of ads and all these type of things. What type of programs do you guys offer so that you stay relevant to the service members and their families?
1: The the Air Force Aid Society offers three different types of programs. The first is emergency assistance, emergency financial assistance. That's what most airmen know us for. The second is the education programs. Uh, the education programs actually were the brainchild of General Hap Arnold and his wife, B. That's our cornerstone. That's how the society came to be. And we set aside up to $6 million annually to help eligible airmen's family, that's their spouse and dependent children, attain their college degree. Uh, the third is the community programs. That's child care, spouse parenting programs, and readiness programs. Now, the community programs, those are our focused at the installation, delivered by the airmen and family readiness center staff to the airmen at that installation. These programs are offered as outright grants, no cost out of the airmen's pockets. And these programs help
0: the airmen stretch their dollars. But I'm a busy airman. I'm fighting the good fight. I can easily just do a Google search to try to find things to help me solve my problems. Where do I go to find these services that you offer. People are busy, so
1: they're not going to remember all the things. But we hope that when an airman at any installation, if they're at their installation and they have a problem, that the first place that they're going to go to is either the first sergeant or commander. And if they're not going to go there, go to the Airman and Family Readiness Center because they're the portal for all resources to help airmen and their families. Walk in and say, hey, I don't know if you can help me, but here's my situation. Here's my problem. Present that. And then that Airmen and Family Readiness Center section, the folks there
0: will guide you to where you need to go. Well, let me guide our listeners because we got to talk to one of the community readiness specialists at one of the Airmen and Family Readiness Centers. And these are the people that are on the front lines for the Air Force Aid Society to help our servicemen and women and their families.
2: My name is Amber Hess, and I'm a Community Readiness Specialist at the Airman and Family Readiness Center at Luke Air Force Base in Phoenix, Arizona. I went to school, got my master's in counseling, and just as an active duty spouse, uh, wanted to get more involved on base.
0: Amber, Colonel Igentowicz talked about how you guys are a vital role in helping the airmen. What does an Airman and Family Readiness Center do?
2: The Airmen and Family Readiness Center is kind of your one-stop servicing agency on base.
0: But how does the Air Force Aid Society play a role in this? There's many bases all over the world. They're here in Virginia, and you're in Phoenix.
2: As we're getting to know airmen and their families and hearing about their needs, things that arise, the Air Force Aid Society is a huge asset. You have your situations where Someone is in a financial emergency, and Air Force Aid is here to help take that burden off of the military member. And it helps them to be able to stay focused on the mission where they're not taking a loan that's all this interest from like a check in the cash place.
0: And that's the last place I want to go. But what's the process for any of this?
2: So, when a service member needs help or assistance, they can either call the center. We let them know about the website and they'll go to that website, create a username and password, and that will lead them through a prompt of uh, creating an application. Once they submit an application, we can see if they've had any other loans or grants from the Air Force Aid Society in the past. Um, And that helps us to know too, does he or she need to meet with a financial counselor to help them develop a better way of spending? So we'll go through that process and we'll sit down, talk to them, find out what happened. We can give them a, a loan. It's an interest-free loan that can be paid back in 10 to 12 months time period and it comes out of their paycheck every month, and no interest will ever be charged on that until it's paid off. If it's over $1,000, that's called a standard assist. A standard assist, there is a budget that will be required for that service member to complete at that point, but helping them develop a plan is a big part of it.
0: Okay, so I make it through this process, I get my plan, the money's deposited or, or my rent's taken care of. What's next? Is there anything next?
2: so we do follow up um, we make notes in our system it's only a system that urban and family readiness center staff can see but we'll make a note so that we know if they have to come back in for anything also to remind us to reach out to them to say hey how did your appointment go for your budget or how are things going since all this has happened
0: is this the only way for you to get to know the people that need help or to stay in contact?
2: One of the things that I do on the side kind of is the single parent luncheon. And sometimes those situations helps you to have knowledge when someone needs a little bit more assistance, but it helps you to be able to follow up on a regular basis as well.
0: Okay. So I'm kind of getting a feeling that people might just be in my business or, you know, scrutinizing me, you know, what is it like coming into the Airman and Family Readiness Center?
2: In a normal circumstance, anytime someone walks in, if it's a service member that's an A1C all the way up, we have Air Force Aid caseworkers who are on call every day here at the center. So what the person at the front desk would immediately do is call the caseworker. We sit down and just start a conversation about what's going on, what type of assistance is this person seeking. We try to keep it very private.
0: So I'm in the door. We're talking. It's private. But how do you figure out who's eligible once you're in a discussion?
2: So, any service member um, who comes in and we see Navy, Marines, Air Force, Coast Guard, anyone who is active duty, fully retired from any of the services, or their reserve on Title X orders, any of those members and their family members can come in for assistance. The one situation with the family members is if it's a loan, that repayment of that loan will have to come directly out of the service member's paycheck. And so they have to give permission for the Air Force aid assistance to happen.
0: So I'm a member of a different service. I come to the Airmen and Family Readiness Center. How does that whole process work? Who pays for it?
2: Anyone from any other branch of the military, and we'll say, for instance, Army, come in Um, They would go through our normal intake process, um, submit the application to the Air Force Aid Society website, and again, once that application is submitted uh, with the exact request that they're asking for, um, I would call that in to the AER, Army Emergency Relief, and talked with them, answered the questions, gathered the information that they're requesting from the member, and they approve. They will give me an approval code that I put into our system, and we give the funds straight from here at the Airman Family Readiness Center to the member. And then the Army Emergency Relief will reimburse the Air Force Aid Society for the funds that they gave the service member.
0: Okay, so we found out the process. We found out who's eligible. Earlier in the episode, Colonel E. told us about different services. Are all those available at your centers?
2: Our key programs, we have readiness. So we have a readiness NCO who works in our center at all times. There's always one, at least one in the Airmen and Family Readiness Centers. Their main job is helping the service members and their families prepare and to help stabilize to continue going through deployments, PCS seasons. They keep the families abreast on all the different opportunities that are going on in the area um, to keep families Involved. We also have a voting assistant manager here at the Airmen and Family Readiness Center, and their main role is to help service members and their families know when to vote and how to vote. Also, we have the exceptional family member staff here, and they run all the family programs. They do all kinds of opportunities for families who have a family member with any type of special needs. We have several other programs that we run within the Airmen and Family Readiness Center. Anytime someone wants to find out about them, all they have to do is reach out to your local Airmen and Family Readiness Center at the base closest to you, and someone will be glad to help
0: it seems like you guys have a lot more programs, but why is this important to you?
2: I believe that as a military, we are a family. We are a team. If it's the service member, if it's the family member, we all do this together. Airmen helping airmen is a vital part of that process for success for each family member, each service member, and being able to carry out the mission. Once I started working for the Airmen and Family Readiness Center, my mind was blown at all the different resources that were here for active duty, retiree families, and then learning about all the different avenues that Air Force Aid comes in to support the military family. It's just wonderful. They're seeing how the military really is here to support their families.
0: Now, I know there's programs where fresh airmen come in and they rotate about every two weeks. And they learn about different things that are available to them. How does that work?
2: One of the um, education pieces is the Air Force Aid Society and that briefing to let them know why they are here, why they exist, so that if they do run into a hard situation, they know where they can go for assistance. Because a lot of people think it's the interest-free loans and it stops there. But Air Force Aid Society is so much more. The picture is gigantic.
0: You mentioned education. Are there any other education resources available within your center?
2: In the area of education, how we are involved with Air Force Aid Society in that way is um, there's even one that just happened where Air Force Aid Society provided eight scholarships uh, for spouses to go through the entire program and certification and be a medical biller where they could work from home, do medical billing, and it's a job that can transfer with them as a military family. Every single thing was paid for through Air Force Aid Society. So, even after they're enrolled and the classes have been paid for, they've taken the classes, they're going through that process, they can come into the Airmen and Family Readiness Center. Someone will sit down with them, help them write a resume. Our goal is to give them every possible tool we have to help them be successful. So, for anyone out there who's interested in learning more about the Airmen and Family Readiness Center, our staff are here because we want to help you find the resources to help set you up for success through your whole process. We are here from the beginning and we're here for retirement or separation. If we don't provide the service that you're looking for, we want to help you find that service.
0: But what if I don't need anything? Should I even bother with the airman and family readiness center? Would I just lock up your guys' resources?
2: So even if you aren't looking for something in particular right now, just come on in and see us. Stop in to find out all that is available to you through your local Airmen and Family Readiness Center. I
1: I gotta thank um, the men and women in the Airmen and Family Readiness Centers around the globe. They deploy our capability to the Airmen at their installation. They are the face of the Air Force Aid Society. That face-to-face interaction with the Airmen and their families is right there in the Airmen and Family Readiness Centers. Could not do it without them, so a big, huge thank you to them. I gotta thank my Military Relief Society peers, the Army Emergency Relief, the Navy Marine Corps Relief Society, the Coast Guard Mutual Aid, and the American Red Cross Services Armed Forces. Those men and women, when Air Force Aid Society is not at that installation or are not within your zip code, those entities are available to take that phone call, work that case, and render assistance on our behalf so that Air Force Aid Society is present 24-7 globally. You know, we can't do what we do without all the generous donors, so I I really have to say um, thanks. Thanks to the donors because they make what we do possible. They're helping airmen focus on their mission and they're helping airmen and their families.
0: Thank you, Colonel Igentowicz, for your insightful track on the Air Force Aid Society and the operations. We admire what you're doing. And also, thank you to Amber Hess at the Airmen and Family Readiness Center at Luke Air Force Base. We appreciate you taking the time to give us insight in what you guys are doing on the front lines, helping our airmen every day. We made it. We went from the headquarters to the front lines of our airmen getting the help that they need. We'd like to thank everybody that participated but most of all we'd like to thank you our listeners make sure you go click subscribe listen on any podcast platform itunes spotify google play we're on all of them make sure you leave a comment comments are what gives us the feedback we need to make better content for you to make sure you stay informed and don't forget air force a society is a four star charity so give us five stars on apple itunes or where you listen also if you want to donate Go to afas.org, click the donate button, give a dollar so they can give three. And remember, none of this is possible without you. See you next time.